You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, happy Thursday, everyone. Uh, We've been talking about prayer this week and those circumstances in our lives where our only option is prayer. We're in over our head. Many of you look at circumstances right now. We look around at the challenges in our nation and we realize we're in over our head and the only option is prayer. And I want you to know, I believe that many times God changes circumstances. There are so many examples in the Bible where where people's prayers changed circumstances. There's There's an instance where a really good king named Hezekiah is told by his friend, the prophet Isaiah, that God said, he's going to die. And Hezekiah immediately starts praying with tears in his eyes, pleading with God to change his mind. And you know what? God says, I will change my mind and I'll give you 15 more years, Hezekiah. Hezekiah's prayer changed his circumstances. Our prayers can make a difference. Tony Campalo is a Christian sociologist and preacher, and he he writes in one of his books, he says there's a Pentecostal college near Eastern College, he said, where he taught. He said, I'm not Pentecostal, but I talk so fast, they think I'm speaking in tongues, so it works out pretty good. And one day they invited me to speak at a chapel service. And he says, just before I spoke, eight guys took me to a back room, got me down on my knees, laid their hands on my head, and prayed for me. And he said, that was good. I need all the prayer I can get. Only one problem, these guys prayed a long time. And that's usually okay, but the longer they prayed, the more tired they got, the more tired they got, the more they leaned on my head. And he said, I want to tell you, when eight guys are leaning on your head, it doesn't feel so good. One guy wasn't even praying for me. He said, instead, he went on praying for Somebody named Charlie Stolfus. Dear Lord, he shouted, you know Charlie Stolfus. He lives in the silver trailer down the road about a mile. You know the trailer, Lord, just down the road on the right-hand side. Kampala says, I felt like saying, knock it off, fella. What do you think? God's going, what's that address again? Anyway, the guy goes on and on. Lord, Charlie told me this morning he's decided to leave his wife and three kids, walk out on his family. Lord, step in, do something, bring that family together again. And he kept going on and on about Charlie Stolfus leaving his wife and kids. He's living in the silver trailer, a mile down the road, right-hand side. Campalo says, finally, the prayers were over. I got to the pulpit, preached. I finished, got in my car, drove down the Pennsylvania Turnpike, headed home. And as I drove onto the Turnpike, I noticed a hitchhiker. So I stopped and picked him up. We drove a few minutes, he said. He said, hi, my name's Tony Campalo. What's your name? He said, my name's Charlie Stolfus. Campalo says, I couldn't believe it. He said, I got off the turnpike at the next exit, headed back. And the guy got a bit uneasy with that. And after a few minutes, he said, hey, mister, where are you taking me? He said, I'm taking you home. (laughs) He narrowed his eyes and asked why. Because you just left your wife and three children, right? That blew him away. Yeah, yeah, right. That's right. With shock written all over his face, he plastered himself against the car door, never, never took his eyes off Campalo. Kampala says, I drove off the turnpike at the next exit. Then I really did him in when I drove right up to his silver trailer. And when I pulled up, his eyes seemed to bulge as he asked me, how did you know that I live here? He said, God told me. And Kampala says, I believe God did tell me. He said, we got out of the car. I ordered him to get into that trailer. Half shaking, he answered, right, mister? Sure, I'm going. And when he opened the trailer door, his wife exclaimed, you're back, you're back. He whispered in her ear, and the more he talked, the bigger her eyes got. 
Then Kampala said with real authority, the two of you sit down, I'm going to talk to you and we're going to listen. And man, did they listen. He was like E.F. Hutton. But that afternoon, Charlie Stolfus and his wife both decided to become followers of Jesus. And they humbled themselves. They started working on their marriage. And today he's a minister. Sometimes prayer changes circumstances. Second, and even more often than changing our circumstances, God will use prayer to change you. Maybe God won't change your circumstances, but he'll always strengthen you to go through them with the power of the Holy Spirit. God didn't answer the Apostle Paul's prayer to remove his thorn in the flesh, remember, but instead God said, my grace will be sufficient for you, Paul. God didn't answer Jesus' prayer for another way other than the cross when he asked for that in the garden. Instead, God sent an angel to strengthen him And in the hours that followed, he gave his son the grace, the strength, the power that he needed to face those moments. God says, for reasons you don't understand, I'm not going to change these circumstances sometimes, but I'm going to give you the grace, the strength, the supernatural touch that you need, and I'm going to change you. Let's pray. So God, today, we pray for these two things. Some of us are in circumstances. We just need you to change. We're asking you to change. Situations in our families, in our health, situations in our communities, states, nation. We need your power. But most, God, we pray that you'll use our prayers to change our lives. Change me. Work in our lives. Speak to me. Mold me. Mold all of our lives to be the people that you want us to be. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, look forward to seeing you here tomorrow.